right, and welcome back to another episode. And joining me today, Paige Rutledge. How's it going? Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I mean, I lost my Good. voice at the start of the week. It's coming back. I don't know Good. if you can hear the raspiness. Um, just in time for the interview. Coming back. Just, just in time. I think my last interview was a little bit worse. And I, I even said, I was like, maybe people are going to like it. You know, yeah, like, like add that rasp, you know, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, kind of like uh, Phoebe and friends when she wants to stay sick all the time because yes. she has the so rasp. <laughs> yes. And she's like walking around. She's like, keep me sick. Keep me sick. That's so funny. Right? Exactly. Um, okay, Paige. So for starters, for those who don't know, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you come from. Yeah. Um, so I'm originally from Oakville, Ontario. So just like an hour outside of Toronto and born and raised there, but I spend most of my time split between Oakville and my cottage, which is up. Um, the easiest way I guess to describe it is it's just before the whole Muskoka kind of stretch area. So it's in this little town called Washago and Washago is the cutest little town. So all throughout my life growing up, I've spent most of my time kind of split between the city and my cottage, which I think has played a really big factor <laughs> into my life. And I mean, I have two songs now that kind of reflect the cottage vibes and like that summertime friends, which are definitely inspired and influenced by them. But um, I started singing when I was young, loved Shania Twain, like adored Shania Twain growing up. She was my first concert. And my mom took me when I was like four or five years old. And I was like, I want to be like Shania Twain when I grow up. And here we are at 23, still being like, I want to be like Shania Twain when I grow up. But I didn't really start getting into singing um, until I was nine. My grandpa, it's, I guess it's like, it's kind of a sad story, but I do think it's important to like my story personally. But so he also loved country music and I would spend a lot of time at his house. We would listen to Charlie Pride and Johnny Cash and Dolly Parton and Shania Twain. Those were kind of the four. And so when he got really sick, I was young and he would be like, oh, can you come over and sing to me? And of course, like I loved to sing. So I was like, yeah, so I'd sit in the basement and I remember they had a laptop and it was not a very good laptop, but we, I put up like karaoke tracks on YouTube yeah. and sing to him. So when he ended up passing away, um, I decided that I was going to sing at the funeral and kind of from there, I, I was so young, but I think. I realized, and I don't even think I realized it in the moment, but as I look back and like, as I've grown up, I think I realized that music is so impactful and can be there for you in like the best times of your life, but also the worst times of your life. So kind of since I had that moment and that just like aha moment of realizing how much I love to sing and how much I just wanted to share music with people and connect with people through that, it's kind of been full on just doing music since I was nine years old and just started taking singing lessons and would play anywhere that I was allowed to play. I would have to go to the bars with my dad because I wasn't old enough to play bars. So my dad would have to sit in the bar, which at 16 doesn't feel very cool. But having your dad sit there watching you play when you're like, I'm just trying to play. And um, yeah, then just wrote a whole bunch of songs. I've released quite a few songs and on this beautiful journey of music, we like to call it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean, you're, your grandpa was like your biggest influence, right? I think I was reading. Yes. Yeah. So he, he was just a very inspiring person. He worked. There's nobody I've met ever in my life that has worked as hard as he did. He had this incredible work ethic and just persevered, persevered through everything. And those were qualities that I can, 
you know, like I've taken and been like, I need to have that in my life to do what I want to do. So that is how I'm like looking. I wish obviously I had more time with him to learn from things like that. But from the time that I, I did have, I recognized those qualities so young. And I was like, that is, that's what I want to be. Like, I want to have those qualities growing up. Right. And I mean, and that's amazing too. Like your, your dad supporting you, like the fact that he's yeah. <laughs> with you, like, all right, your turn. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He's like, we're sitting in bars and I'm like, yeah, this is probably what you want to see your 16 year old daughter. Getting yeah. <laughs> into the bar scene right early on. You know? Yeah, exactly. We start young. <laughs> all right. Um, let's talk about your sound. How would you describe your sound for someone who's never heard your music before? Mm. This is a fun question because I think especially over this past, and I'm sure I, I know like myself and a bunch of other artists, we've had this similar conversation, but over COVID, I've really taken a step back and been like, how do I want to kind of rebrand myself? I have this time to sit and really just like define who Paige Rutledge is. So I definitely did that. And all of my new releases are definitely a little bit more pop influence and I'm like drawing from Shania Twain and Taylor Swift and like that aspect from like we can have those fun little pop country aspects like have those poppier melodies and kind of my big thing is I love anything that people can sing back to me so a lot of my choruses a lot of the the songs in general are kind of sing-along songs and songs that you would be like all right now it's your turn (laughs) to sing and then you can sing it back so I'm all about positivity and energy and I think that's very reflective of my music. Um, but over this past, even just a couple months, I've really started to tap into more of like a song, like a storytelling songwriting side of it. And like kind of brought the energy, not brought the energy down because the energy is still there, but really channeled into like a more personal, like, I guess, vulnerable approach to my songs, which will be, is like nerve wracking for the new ones that will come out, but also exciting at the same time. <laughs> Right. And do you, when we're talking about like influences and stuff, you're saying like Shania Twain, do you have, do you have someone that is like specifically for songwriting and then for performing as well? Yes. I love the way that Taylor Swift and Dolly Parton write songs. I think their storytelling is absolutely incredible. And I really try to like take influences from influences from that but I love Shania Twain's like performance and overall sound. So if you take like all three of those and mix them together, <laughs> that's uh, where I fall. Yep, for sure. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Uh, what's been, what's been the best advice you've been given in a career that you still follow till today? So when I was, I think I was 13, my mom's cousin was living in LA at the time. And he invited us. He's unfortunately since passed away. His name was Jim Huff, but he invited us out to LA and that was my first like really eye-opening experience of the music industry. And I remember coming home from the trip and being like, what is going on? Cause it, you just, you, I mean, obviously until I guess you're like in it, you don't really, you have this idea of what it is. And I was so young. So it was like incredibly eye-opening and, you know, we were just going through everything. And he said to me, just, he was talking about how, if you just work hard and you don't give up, something will work out for you. He's like, it doesn't mean that you don't know maybe what's going to work out, but if you be kind, be not, or sorry, be kind, work hard, say, thank you, say, please, something will, something will work out for you. Good things will happen to good people. So I've kind of held on to that because it's such a competitive industry that we're in. I'm like, if you just be so genuine 
And so like, just stay authentic to who you are and be kind to people, then something good will work out. So I try to remind myself that, I mean, I just, I love talking to people anyways, but I try to remind myself every single day, just like be kind. It's not hard to be kind, go out of your way to be kind and good things will happen. Absolutely. Perfect. All right. Let's, uh, Let's chat about your newest single, Sunshine <laughs> yeah. Sunday. Sunshine Sunday. <laughs> brought it and how it all came together. So kind of like today I is a very, very rainy day in Nashville. Every time I look out the window, it's pouring. And I'm like, oh. But so it was kind of a day like today. And I was writing on Zoom with Rich Cloak and Mariah Stokes. And we were having a conversation. We kind of didn't really know, honestly, what to write about that day. And we were just chatting and catching up. And it was rainy and kind of like miserable outside and it was in April. So in Ontario, we were still in the stay at home order lockdown. So I was like, I can't even leave my house right now. I have nothing going on. So we were just talking and we're going through old lyrics and Mariah had this line in her phone about like hanging out with your friends in the backyard. And I was like, Oh, what isn't that just going to be so nice when we can see our friends again and like, just get drunk in the backyard with your friends. Like you don't have to go anywhere crazy. And I'm like, those are the days that I miss. And I can't wait to get back to that. So then we started talking more and more. And then, like I said, I'm a huge cottage, huge cottage kid. And I love being at my cottage. And so that's kind of like my getting drunk in the backyard is being up north with my friends or with my family. So then that kind of conversation started and the ball got rolling and we started describing things at the cottage and then Sunshine Sunday came to be. And we're like, this is just a feel good song where you want to be with your friends and just like, hopefully you want to like turn it up and it's a sunny day and you're having a good time. (laughs) Absolutely. Perfect. And you were saying you have some co-writers on it. Mariah Stokes. I know yeah. her personally. So we love Mariah. Love Mariah. <laughs> Mariah. Yeah. I've had the opportunity to write with her a few times and she amazes me the way her brain works. I'm like, I can't even keep up with you. It's so magical. It's I'm, great. She's always she's great. on the go too. Like she's she just, is. And like, she's never, never out of ideas. <laughs> like, never. can I have that? Yes. <laughs> Um, what's your, what's your favorite thing about co-writing? Um, I love that you can just, first of all, my, I love hanging out with, I know it's like over zoom, but you still at least get to be with other people doing what you love. And I think that's really special, but I also from like the, uh, music standpoint of it, like the actual work side of it, when you're stuck, somebody else probably isn't stuck. So it's that nice where you can ping ideas off of each other. And the ball just keeps going and going and going. And I think that's cool. Right. Okay. And uh, where do you find most of your inspiration from when songwriting? I walk around with my phone in my hand, focused on everything around me in the world. And I'm like, that's cool. Like that could be a really cool song or like in like a not creepy way. I like to people watch and see like what, what other people are going on. Cause you never know, like when you see something happening, you're like, Oh, maybe that's like a really cool idea for a story, but I really try to draw on like personal experiences or things that I see around me. And then I'm like, how can I take this experience or this idea that I have and turn it into something that other people can relate to and other people can find, you know, something that they can pull from and be like, Oh, I, this, this is my life. Cause I think that's important too. Like when you're writing a song, as much as it's my story, I want it to be my listener's story too, at the same time. Cause I want them to enjoy what they're hearing. <laughs> For sure. And you talking about people watching and stuff. <laughs> what is the weirdest, most awkward way you've ever come up with a song? Oh my God. 
I haven't written the song yet, but I am. Um, I was out a couple nights ago at um, a bar like here in Nashville and I was just looking around and I was just seeing a whole bunch of drunk people and I was looking and you see like the really sloppy sloppy drunk people and I've just never experienced I don't know if it's because we've been not allowed to go out for so long that I came out and I was like I forgot what this was like so I was writing down like the different kind of drunk people I was seeing and I'm like this could be a song like you never know what kind of drunk person you're gonna end up with so I'll let you know how that one goes when yeah, I get to writing that that's, one that's funny <laughs> awesome um okay your your newest single plans for a video yeah so I actually ended up staying in Nashville longer than I expected. So a video was in the plans and I, I'm sure it will be as soon as I still like when I get back home next week, but I took this opportunity to extend my writing trip. Cause I was like, why would I not stay and write some more, right. write some more songs? But yes, there will be the hope is to do an acoustic video um, while it's still sunny and nice outside. So holding on to that before the winter comes. And yep. I guess we're already almost in October, which is nuts. And then yeah, but there'll definitely be something coming okay. out shortly. <laughs> Perfect. And what uh, you're in Nashville now. What's your favorite thing about Nashville? Oh, my God. The craziest thing is, and I think this has been my favorite part about the entire thing. I tried not to come in with too many expectations. And I'm like, just write songs, see what happens. But everywhere that you go, you run into somebody else who is a musician or somebody who's a writer. And I've had all these spontaneous writes just like, come out of nowhere. Like I wrote with these two amazing artists yesterday that I had met Friday night at the bar. And I'm like, that's like, that's cool. Like you don't really get that when you, they're just like, yeah, nice to meet you. You want to write a song? And I'm like, sure. Why not? So I think that's been my favorite part where you just never know who you're meeting and everyone is so kind and so genuine. And I've met a lot of Canadians too. I'm like, that part's really fun. You like finding your people from home. There's so many Canadians. I've never been, and everyone's like, you need to go. You need to go. You have to go. I know. I was, um, there was a, a, one of the bartenders was talking to me and just asking where I was from and everything. And I was like, oh, just from outside of Toronto. And he's like, oh my God, same. I was like, of course you are. And then we figured out that we live like 20 minutes away from each other. I'm like, like what a small world really i know i was i was the la boy when i was like 20 i lived yeah. in LA and did it, i did and it was like the problem with la is that there's too many fake people yeah i've heard that i feel absolutely. like absolutely i don't know if nashville's the same nashville seems to be a little more real it, it it feels real so far which is good yeah we're i know like in la it was very like i'm a producer Let's do this. Let's do that. And yes. then never follow up because they have nothing to back it up. Yes. And right? like, that's what I like when the bad, when I was there, when I was so young, I really, like that's how I felt that experience. And being so young, that's what I was like, do I want, like, what am I getting myself into essentially was like what I was thinking, but yeah. it's been a very pleasant experience since. <laughs> I hear nothing but good things. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh. All good things. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I don't know how COVID is out in Ontario and stuff, but do you have any shows lined up people can look forward to? Yes. So I'm actually, I'm excited. I'm coming home this, like I'll be home as of next week. So kind of fully jumping back into shows for October, November, and December. And I do have a whole bunch of things each month. November seems to be a little bit quieter right now because I've 
blocked off some time to record all the new songs, yeah. which will be fun. Um, but I do, I have tons of stuff coming up in October and then I'm playing a Christmas like festival of lights show in December, which I got to do last year. And it's my favorite thing in the world. Cause you feel like you're in the North pole playing Christmas music. That's awesome. Um, yeah, but tons of stuff for October and it's all, uh, some of the stuff hasn't been announced yet. So I can't say anything okay. just yet, but it, it, it will be up on my website and all over my social media when I'm allowed to announce everything. Okay, perfect. And with that being said, last thing, where can we find you on social media? Yeah, everything is at Paige Rutledge. Just my name. Keeping it easy. Easy enough. Easy enough. Easy enough. All right, guys, go grab our new single, Sunshine Sunday. And Paige, thanks so much. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's great chatting. Great to meet you. And Yes, nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. I've seen you all over social media, so it's nice that we get to connect like this now. Yeah, likewise. So let's uh, let's stay in touch. And uh, absolutely. Yeah, we'll talk soon. Great, thank you. You take care. You too.